0: Hello, and welcome to Roll and Roll. Grab a chair and pull on up to the table. I'll be your host and dungeon master, Brad Hendrickson. As always, I'm joined by my amazing cast of friends. How's everybody doing?
1: We're good. We're here.
0: We're
2: doing pretty good. Thanks, Brad. I've been better, I'm gonna be honest.
1: Huh,
2: yeah? Yeah, like, feels like a Friday, but it's a Thursday. Mm. To be fair, it is... You are
3: working on spring break, which is pretty weird.
1: They don't call it spring break after you graduate,
2: Austin. Uh, it's going to be in 25 after you graduate.
3: <laughs> I'm an old man.
0: Anyway, how are you, Brett? I'm doing good. We finished up my spring break uh, last week, so now I am in the middle of like paper season for the bible department so i am currently working on like i think paper number three paper number four uh, uh and it is a 20, page, so much a 20 page monster about my statement of faith so that's a lot of fun uh but it's oh. that. a lot of it. pages it is a lot systematic and biblical theology it's great stuff y'all
2: you sound sarcastic
0: it's a little bit sarcastic
2: Okay, I just wanted to
0: make (laughs) sure. I like it, I enjoy it, but at the same time, it can be very frustrating. Uh, uh, there's a lot of it's a really old school, uh, or mindset, or not mindset, a a study. Biblical studies is you know ancient, technically, uh, can go back into philosophy, Mm -hmm. and so there's lots of terms, lots of people that have done this, and you have to know them, and then you have to know all the terms, and they're all weird. And they don't really make sense, but it's okay. I, it's, go, it's okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for it. Class. It's good. Uh, but no, um, I, uh, no other announcements um, except for we are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So go check out those places. Hit that subscribe button uh, and let us know how we're doing uh, if we've earned it. Uh, if you think that we're doing good, then hit that subscribe button, um, and we we appreciate it. Uh, Brad, y'all... have we have, have we gotten any feedback at all? I'm just curious. Like, do we get hate mail? Do you get hate mail? <laughs> no, uh, I haven't gotten any hate mail. I do have people uh, that have come up to me, and either through you know seeing something I put up on Facebook or something like that, go up to me, and be like, "Wait, you play Dungeons and Dragons?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, I do." Um, so that's a lot of fun and it's really neat to be you know producing this and you know sharing it and people coming up to you and be like hey like i've always wanted to do that can you like set up a game for us or something like that and then i tell them no because i'm busy
1: (laughs) you could probably just quit school and be a professional dm
0: don't tempt me just kidding
1: they're they're shaking their heads don't listen i didn't
2: shake my head i think that's i think that's the way of the future no, man, you won't make any money. <laughs> no, it's gonna make know,
1: gonna
0: make it money. Sure. <laughs> but I'm at that all point in a good wester where where I just might jump on that. <laughs> um, but no, uh, we do get we do get some feedback. I do hear good things about us. Cool. Um, no hate mail. No hate mail yet. No
1: hate
0: Yay. mail. Yay! Just wait until the internet wraps its dirty fingers around you, <laughs> and squeezes you for all the sadness you're worth really though somebody's gonna be like oh, you did that role completely wrong like you've been dming terribly you don't know the rules and i'm probably just gonna get chewed out for something innocuous the internet gotta love it cool all right uh well let's grab our dice and roll up an adventure last we left off y'all had slain the ember viper uh y'all had gone into the tunnels of the volcano of Tumba and found it and beat it before it could attack any more villagers or jungle inhabitants. Y'all returned to the village of Tumbat, where they celebrated your victory, uh, passing along uh, flower uh, wreaths, uh, which some of you consumed uh, and some of you just wore. uh, And y'all were also given a uh, idol to Corallon that could, be sold or who knows what but it is now yours and it is very well made and you can assume that this is probably worth something uh you gathered yourselves and returned back to the village of kawat where y'all had originally docked after falling out of the sky uh y'all met with elder Maga, who informed safina that he in fact knew uh her teacher eldon uh who had taught her druidic ways that they had in fact been old sailing buddies uh, before the war between the gates. And he told her that if he could find her, him anywhere, if Eldon could be found anywhere, it'd be in the courtyard of the 72 Blades. Um, and he also informed Azarbo that there was an empty village, now on Kawi, that needed investigating, and if possible, that that could be the place for the moonfalls. So with sad farewells, uh, momentary farewells, Zarbo now walks away with Elder Maga as they begin informing each other of their situations and coming up with a plan to investigate the village of Langwe. Uh, Y'all are now standing under the great silver oak tree in the middle of the village of Kawat. Uh, Y'all are left with a ship that is partially broken, uh, but supposedly can be fixed uh, either by supplies or by some other means, in the village, or not the village, but the town of Port Carter, on the other side of the island. What would y'all like to do?
1: Well, I guess there's really no other point of staying around here. Um, shall we set out for Port Carter?
2: Uh, I thought we are going to Cowat. Kow, Kow,
1: we're in Kawat.
2: We're there right now.
1: Did you lose the last two days?
2: Right. I remember. Um, I'm good with maps, I promise.
1: Does your map show you where Port Carter is?
2: It does show me where Port Carter is.
1: So right. which way do we need to head, Corps?
2: Right. Is that where we're going?
1: Well, if we go there, we can talk to the man about the ship.
2: All right, then let's go to Port Carter.
0: As you pull out the map, as y'all are discussing it, you can see that on the kind of northern crest of this hourglass kind of island, uh, there are the two villages on either end. On the west uh, side in a large lagoon is the village of Kawat, which y'all are now. And you can follow along the map uh, across the crest that on the other end uh, is Port Carter, with a river that seems to be connecting the two. Uh, you also notice that there is a familiar X mark where one of the Bullywogs had marked the map, saying that's where the new Bullywog camp was, uh, the main camp. Uh, so, that is... Is the camp in our
1: in our path to Port Carter?
0: It is near the river that is looks to be the obvious connection between Port Carter and Kawat. Uh okay. So.
1: Well, do you think we can just get on the ship and float it down the river?
2: Uh I've never been in a ship on the river. Um, no, I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on me (laughs) to make a lot of decisions, and uh, I don't think I'm especially equipped for them.
1: You know what, Patrick? I have no idea what to do with this ship. I know just about as much as you know about this,
2: right? So, we should like sell it and then like buy passage back somewhere else,
1: regardless. Of what you want with this ship that could take us many places, we have to get the ship fixed.
3: Happy, let's just go to Port Carter and talk to this gentleman um, who knows their way around ships like this and figure it out from there.
1: So you don't just want to sail it down the river that connects to Port Carter? You just want to walk? There's a hole in the bottom.
3: Oh, so you remember
2: those, like, slimy critters, the one that, like, tried to throw smears through the leg?
1: those will not be in the middle of the island. All right,
2: remember those frog people?
1: Right, which I think we would encounter less frog people if we were on the ship floating down the river, but I could be wrong.
2: All right, suit yourself, but you've got to drive. <laughs>
3: um, she doesn't have the keys, so... Right.
1: But it doesn't turn off. I don't know, guys.
2: Um,
3: uh, Saffy, you
0: give look? me an intelligence check, really quick. Hard pass. Ooh, yours the highest your of all. Your boy assault. just rolled on. Oh, you rolled a high too. Oh,
1: cool. Um, twenty-one for Saffy.
2: Eighteen for Petricor.
1: You have a minus one.
0: So the both of you, you know, after a a few days of this adventure, kind of are trying to remember everything that had happened. Y'all remembered y'all's original problem was, is that uh, when the ship was fired on by lightning, it uh, broke one of the uh, crystal stones that helps power the ship. And that was the real reason the ship fell out of the sky, is that it just ran out of juice. All of a sudden, the battery was broken in essence. And it just didn't have the power to stay in the sky. The impact did some kind of damage. You don't know what. Uh, but you remember that the ship, outside of other means, will not self-propel itself anymore. Um, and I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that y'all would remember. No. Nope. Those are the main things, is that it? that's the main problem with the ship. It has no power. And that's what will need to be fixed.
1: Okay. Well, I guess we'll just follow the river down to Port Carter, then. We should probably get moving.
0: How would you like to get there?
2: Can we just walk? Yeah, I was just going to walk, Shafi. You're the one with the boat idea.
1: trying to come up with ideas, Petrichor. (laughs) You have the map. Just lead the way and I'll follow you.
2: All right. Here we go. i I to see the wizard. Can you sing me one of your songs? No, I will not sing you a song, Drake. All the way there. Not unless you pay for it. Also,
1: on a side note, do we need to take the broken stone with us from the ship before we get too far from here? Or do you think we'll just get a brand new stone?
2: You know, Chevy. I really have no idea, and I know you're talking about things that are important, but you might as drip. Uh,
1: yeah, drip. Oh, oh, captain, my captain. What are your thoughts,
3: Safi, You seem frustrated. I, I can't tell. I can't help but tell that you're red in the face, your little blush, and there are little squiggle lines coming over your head uh, as if you're overheating. You can uh, you just rest for a little while, uh, and we'll keep moving. But I, I think we'll be fine. Let's just talk to the guy. We need to truck back and forth. It's just a little bit of exercise, you know?
2: Yeah, exercise.
1: Do you do a lot of exercising, Drip?
3: Uh, you tell me, and then he, like, puts his uh, hands in the air and flexes.
1: What's your strength? Huh? What's your strength, just in general?
3: Uh. My <laughs> my strength is eleven.
1: Okay, Daffy's unimpressed.
3: Wow. Okay. Now she is standard. <laughs> we start our trek. Right. To this place.
1: Follow the map. All
0: right, uh, Petra Core. As y'all get ready to leave, it currently is evening. Uh, it, y'all came late in the night, so if y'all want, you could just start off in the morning if you want but you guesstimate that you'll at least spend two nights in the jungle before you walk all the way to Port Carter. Cool. All right.
1: Sure, yeah. We're going to do
0: that thing. All okay. right. So y'all... Uh, spend the
1: night at the inn that we had been in and wake up first thing in the morning.
0: All right. Uh, you wake up and once more exit the village of Kawat, leaving Azarbo behind and uh, begin following uh, the river, uh to the east and you, uh, it's relatively smooth sailing um at this point uh during like the first day there are no signs of mephits at all where last one when you've been traveling through the jungle near Tumbat, every now and then there'd be the faint glowing <coughs> faint orange glow or a cackling laugh somewhere deep in the jungle mm-hmm. those sounds no longer seem to bother y'all uh but you do spend the first day uh getting a lot of distance down this is not uphill this is kind of flatland uh, and y'all do near by the end of the first day get close to that x mark uh, where i believe uh, clear eyes of the cleanest tent uh marked that the main bullywog camp was uh, do y'all want to camp here for the night or power through the evening
2: Alright guys, so there's like, remember the the frog people, well they're like campers around here, so I don't know if you want to camp here, or you like want to wait and camp further away, or we could go back, there's lots of options really, but I just want to let you know, if we camp here we might see frog people, and have to skewer a few more, which I personally would prefer if we didn't do any more skewering for a while,
1: Yeah, I think maybe we should move on a little bit further, and when we do stop, um, we can kind of take turns keeping watch, since we're so close to them. Does that sound good, Petrichor?
2: All right. Good night.
1: Wait, you're going to sleep now? I thought we were walking.
2: Right. Oh, sorry. I misunderstood what you (laughs) I
1: said, let's walk a little further, Um, and then we can set up camp when we're a little bit farther away.
0: Sure. Okay. So y'all are going to push into the night a little bit and try to see if you could get past the camp?
2: Yeah, just keep walking until we're beat.
0: I mean, y'all could plow through the night if you want. You would take points of exhaustion, but um, you, if you wanted to, you could go all night.
1: Mm, let's just go like a few more hours. We're just trying to skirt around this and make sure we've got a little bit of distance between us and the camp.
0: Yeah. Uh, y'all power through most of the evening. Uh, the, at, it's kind of a rainy evening. Uh, a storm is now blown over the island, and you kind of get soaked uh, mm-hmm. and can hear thunder every now and then. And some strong winds pick up every, every so often. But the storm uh, doesn't last too long. Uh, and probably definitely helped mask y'all's movements through the area. Uh, But you power through a good portion of the evening. Um, When the storm does eventually fade, probably around 3 in the morning, uh, Mm y'all assume y'all are a pretty good distance from the camp, uh, or at least where the camp is last said to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do y'all want to bed down here or continue on?
1: Guys, I'd really like to get a little bit of a tin over my head, see if I can dry out for the night. Is that okay with y'all?
3: Yeah, that's fine. We can... I, get some
1: candy. Um, I can take first watch. Um, keep watch for a couple hours and then wake one of y'all up.
3: Thanks, Savvy. I'm going to go to sleep.
0: Wake me up when you need to. Petrichor also goes to sleep. Alright, so Safina, as mm-hmm. you begin your watch, give me a perception check. Oh, which dad do I want to use?
1: Probably this one. Oh, that is so bad. So, 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 so bad. Five total. Five total? Yep.
0: You spend the evening uh, hearing water pretty much. uh, You're not too far from the river. uh, Mm -hmm. And you can hear it rushing by. And you can hear uh, now like the water running off all the trees that had been collected on from the storm. And it it gets really tough every now and then you get a spook of when you think you hear something crash and land into the, into the jungle, but you're never really sure. Uh, but you spend about, let's see, somewhere between, uh, pretty close to three hours. And you're kind of like, all right, somebody else's turn.
1: Okay. I move over to drip and shake his shoulders. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, Uh, Oh, I uh, need
1: to get a little sleep. Nothing's oh. happened. It's just water's just dripping. Do you mind keeping watch? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, let me wet my eyes real quick.
1: <sighs>
3: Thanks, for uh having- and, I, and I get up. I hope you sleep well. And do you, uh, do you put your pants on this I'm, time? No. <laughs> That's the night. Ugh. Um, Ugh. On my watch, I'm. I'm going to keep playing some of those tunes that I remember um, from Petrichor and kind of start humming them um, with Prestidigitation. I also want to cast Silent Image over our camp um, and make it look like the surrounding area.
0: Huh, that's cool. Uh, How big can Silent Image get? Uh, Let me double check. It's pretty, pretty big. Over
2: nine thousand.
0: That'd be (laughs) intense.
2: Nine
0: thousand what? It doesn't matter. Nine thousand centimeters. Uh, yeah,
3: it's sixty feet in a. Oh, that's the range. Uh, no long, no larger than a fifteen foot cube. So I feel like that's big enough.
0: Yeah, that'll definitely cover where y'all are sleeping in. I, it didn't sound like y'all made a fire at all, so it just needs to cover mm-hmm. where, where y'all bedded down. So
3: I do that.
0: Okay.
1: Everything's wet anyways. All
0: right. I, uh, I make sure to keep watch. Yep. Thank so you. Give me a perception check. See how well you keep watch.
1: Better than sappy, that's for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fifteen.
0: Fifteen? All right. Yep. All right. As the night goes on, and as you actually kind of start getting closer to dawn, as y'all kind of set up a little bit late, uh, mm-hmm. you at one point actually do hear, for sure, the familiar sound of probably a large frog landing not too far away as, <gasps> as vines are ripped and torn from the impact. You can overhear a bit of a conversation and a familiar name pops up as one of them seems to get mad at uh, Short Tongue, the highest jumper,
1: which the was a name jumper.
0: of one of the, you do remember, was a name of one of the frogs that you would let go and or the bullywugs that you'd let go. And they seem to be in an argument as to what they should do with uh, what they've t- uh, captured. Uh, But then the sound of the frogs, probably the riding frogs leaping away, uh, carries off their voices in the distance.
3: Okay, cool. All right.
0: Um, And as dawn approaches, uh, to get a full rest in, uh, you'll need one more watch. So, Petrichor.
3: Um, I go to, to wake up, petrichor um i do it by um playing the notes um that that i remember him playing before um, on his pamphlet uh and i play them loudly
0: by his ears
1: good thing uh, Shafi put it in earbuds. <laughs> bed
0: um and petrichor you're woken up to a familiar tune uh almost for a moment as you dream, it's almost like you're the one playing it, but then uh, the morning air awakes you and you realize there stands a furry, pantless uh using magic to play one of your tunes. That's a good song, Drip. Yeah. I
3: suppose it's my turn for watch. It is uh, your turn. Now, just let you know, uh, overhead um, is, is a silent image um, of of, of the of the area around us no one can find us so don't don't walk out of it or else everybody will be able to see us
2: okay good night no friend i
3: go to sleep
0: all right petricor uh do you want to try to do anything during this period of time or are you just gonna enjoy your your watch
3: i just enjoy
2: the watch all
0: right. give me a perception check
2: cool 16.
0: 16. Uh, as the morning begins and the early hours, uh, mm-hmm. it is a quiet morning. Uh, you actually, in fact, watch as a rather large fish hops out of the river, uh, catches some kind of bug, and then whoosh, splashes back in. Uh, but the morning passes on, and uh, at this point, you feel like, yep, yeah, they're probably well rested and you can wake Safina and Um,
2: I just let them sleep until they wake up. I don't think Petrichor would bother them until they wanted to be up. So yeah, I just wait until you guys wake up.
1: Uh, I feel so well-rested for sleeping on the floor in the middle of nowhere. How long have you been awake for, Petrichor?
2: Uh, don't
0: know. No. Really? At best, you can probably guess about maybe three hours.
1: Well, shall we get going here soon?
3: Oh, I'm so well-rested. Um, I wake up. Um, I, I put my pants on.
1: Gosh. Saffy turns away. Dang it. Freaking caught up guard again. God. I just... Keep, keep, just keep those on when we're like out camping and you're not your own room.
3: No, thanks for asking. <sighs> <sighs>
1: okay, come on, let's get going. All right, pack up the stuff,
0: and we begin moving. All right, and you move through your second day of your journey to Port Carter, and uh. At one point, you get a pretty good scare as uh, y'all are moving along, and a snake—a large one, similar to the one that had uh, that uh, Azarbo had attacked and hunted—faked uh, you out, and you thought it was a vine. But all of a sudden, it shifts and moves and slides away. Uh, but you continue through the day with no problem. Uh, Petricor, as you refer to your map, uh, though close, um, you realize if you wanted to reach. Port Carter, before you slept, it would be a journey through the night, uh, and then you'd probably arrive there by morning. Otherwise, you would need to camp one more time.
2: All right, it's time to camp one more time.
1: Okay, we're still a little farther out. Yep, okay, drip, keep your pants on.
3: Okay, I'll
1: take first watch again while y'all guys. get some rest
0: cool this may help
3: and i cast silent image uh
0: they kind of as safina as you look out from inside this kind of spell there's almost like a a shimmer or a distortion like looking through uh, like looking at a straw when it's in a cup of water how it's just everything's slightly shifted Mm -hmm. uh, as you can kind of now tell that their magic is in effect um Give me the first perception check as the night begins, this time at a much more sustainable hour or a uh, respectable hour.
1: Uh, She got a 12.
0: All right. Uh, As the night moves on, you actually get the joy of watching a a, a star uh, fall, a a shooting star, uh, Mm -hmm. which for some people is good luck and for others, it's bad, because you know there are stories, like Drapeems and Azarbo's, that at one time stars falling meant pieces of the moon coming down and colliding um, with villages. So it's a weird feeling uh, of watching a shooting star in your world. But the night goes on and you can wake up somebody.
1: Sure. Um, so after she sees the shooting star, um, she's just kind of, kind of Lay on her back as she's keeping watch and she uses her little minor illusion to make it seem like more shooting stars are falling to kind of keep her entertained. Um, and then she goes and uh, shakes Drip on the shoulder. She has her eyes covered because she's not sure if he has his pants on or not. Okay, Drip. It's time, time to wake up again. You got, you got a second watch.
3: Okay. I don't know why your eyes are covered, but...
1: Uh, Did you keep your pants on?
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted—I just, you know, wanted to be sure. Thanks for that. I really appreciate it.
3: Mm-hmm. Go to sleep.
1: Yep, Sappy curls up. As she goes bit. to sleep,
3: I take my pants
1: off.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, cool. uh, give me a perception check as your your watch begins.
3: Roll one. Oh,
1: uh, that one's
0: up. You rolled Make
3: one. sure Silent Image is still up.
1: Yeah, he rolled one. I roll
3: one. Oh,
0: all right.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I'm just picking up his die.
0: You can hear it. Um, as uh, your watch continues, uh, there doesn't seem to be any problems um, and mm-hmm. no incident. Uh, you were very distracted, though. Self-admittedly, though, since no one's awake and you wouldn't admit it to anybody. Uh, you're like, oh, wow, I was very, very distracted. Uh, the time seemed to pass by. Uh, but you're like, eh, whatever. Um, and uh, you wake up Petricor. I do. Uh, Petrichor. Um, you wake up to a drip beam, um, still in the night this time. Uh, the, the sky is still a deep, deep uh, purplish black. Um, are you going to do anything while on watch? Yeah, probably just hang out. All right. Give me a perception check. Cool. Fifteen. Fifteen. As uh, the evening goes on, uh, there comes a point when dawn is beginning to break, and there's the familiar sound of a crashing object coming through the jungle, and it comes closer And closer and you watch as through the trail that you've been following around the curve you (laughs) a riding frog lands and you watch as a group of bullywugs spears in hand begin walking down the path and you can now tell that they're looking down at the footprints that y'all have left behind and they're beginning to to come towards the camp or in y'all's general direction
2: um, I wake up the others. Uh, Chevy, Drip, we got company. What? What are you talking about? What Strong people support? are back. Oh, the, our friends? Well, I saw them the other night. Oh, yeah? Did you talk to them?
3: Nah, I was kind of doing my own thing.
2: Well, it looks like they're coming back <clears throat> to talk to us. Cool. All right. They probably can't see us, though. It,
1: it. How do they know we're here?
2: Well, it looks like they're following our footprints. Oh. Oh.
1: Forgot about those.
2: Savvy, can
3: you do me a favor?
1: I can try to do you a favor.
3: In front of our camp, can you can you make a minor illusion to uh to make footprints go in a different direction?
1: Yeah. Thank you. And. <clears throat> Image of an object. Yeah. So I can do it up to 30 feet. So I will um, look at the footprint on the ground that we've made. And for 30 feet leading off in a different direction into uh, the jungle, I'm going to place our footprints.
0: Okay. As y'all sit there and the, now the bully begin to approach, uh, you can hear them discussing between each other. And almost a bit of a... Uh, an argument as they're like yes yes i see that the prints are coming here but i don't see them they're they're not around come on keep going and they follow the uh, the tracks and they follow them and they follow them down the path every now and then a large frog taking a hop to catch up but then kind of sitting put and they come all the way up to where y'all are and you kind of watch them through almost like a uh fractured um lens or glass as they their bodies kind of shift and change like a straw in water as they come along did they,
3: did they actually come towards us or did they get let off the trail by Safi's illusion?
0: well they're now or did coming, that did that not do anything they're coming up to that point now uh, and you can hear them coming closer and closer and then one looks down points at the uh, the tracks and say here, it turns back towards the river. And uh, they begin hopping uh, towards the illusion and down towards the river. The big frog whoosh, landing right in front of y'all's camp. And then whoosh, down back towards the river.
1: What do you think they want, Trip?
0: Uh, they're probably just hungry. You
1: think they'd eat us? I don't think they'd... After everything that... Happen? I don't think they'd try and attack us again.
3: Maybe we should just ignore them and keep moving.
0: None of them, now that they got close enough and kind of passed on by, none of those bully looked familiar.
1: Well, I don't know what they would want with us. Maybe we should just try and keep going and...
3: They may not know it's us. They may just think it's random... Explorers like last time. They didn't know us last time, when they attacked us.
1: That's true. We're just gonna have to be more careful.
3: And then I don't recognize any of them. None of them are
1: clear eyes, short tongue,
3: tree frog. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you and your names, Rip. You and, um, and your names.
3: Yeah, I, I think just let them go, and we'll we'll keep moving.
1: Okay, I'm gonna grab some some branches and vines here that way we can kind of pull them behind us and mess up our our tracks.
0: Are y'all going to try to leave right now or are you going to try to complete your rest?
1: Uh, We should probably leave now, right? We shouldn't stay around here if they're looking for people.
3: We'll leave when we think they're out of sight.
0: Out of earshot.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Then, Drapim, give me a perception check.
3: Okay.
1: That day is rolling so much better this week.
0: 18. All right. It only takes about a minute until you watch them kind of turn and go down towards uh, the river that y'all have been following. And they seem to now be obscured by jungle growth. All right, guys, I think it's time to move. Come on.
1: Okay, got my stuff. I'm ready. I got right. my branches.
0: Safina and uh, Drabeam, give me constitution saving throws to see if you've gotten enough sleep to to not be exhausted. Uh, Petricor since you had already actually finished your sleep cycle, you're fine. Sweet. Bye. I rolled a 12.
1: Fifteen.
0: All right. Both of y'all, though cranky and eyes are kind of like dry and crusty and and you could definitely use a little bit more, you've got enough rest. Uh, So everybody give me now stealth checks as y'all begin to stealth away and try to hide your tracks. Oh, thank
1: goodness. Eighteen. Sappy. Ugh.
3: I rolled a
0: 17. Eight. Petricor. Eight for Okay. As y'all start making your way, um, since this was a group check, uh, y'all succeeded. Um, but every now and then Petrocore's kind of big shoulders catch a branch and and y'all like pause for a second. Uh, and though you can hear the voices of the bully they never seem to turn towards you, uh, or seem to take notice that you're there. So you spend a little while covering your tracks and quietly moving down the trail until the voices are far enough off, uh, that you kind of feel at least out of immediate threat.
1: Cool. Safi's dragging the branches kind of behind him, trying to smooth over the tracks. And we follow down the river towards Port Card.
0: All right. It doesn't take you too far into the morning. Uh, you kind of get there pretty close to noon. But eventually, y'all break from the tree line, and about 50 yards, y'all can see uh, thick gray stone walls with uh, towers um, every now and then. Uh, behind it, you can hear the sound of tons of seagulls and even a few high ship masts. The walls stretch out for quite a good distance, almost in about the same length as the walls of Kawat, which were pretty extensive. But by no means uh, could the walls of Tumbat compare to these. Uh, The stone walls seem sturdy, strong, and no burn marks. Uh, You can see a wooden iron gate uh, not too far, with uh, two guards posted on either end.
1: Cool. We'll approach the gate and seek entrance. I'm going to leave my, my bushes and sticks by the edge of the jungle.
0: You approach. Uh, strangers, who are you? Uh,
1: yes, sir. We, 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 we came in on a ship in Kawat uh, and our ship is damaged. Um, we, we've been told that there's somebody here who can fix it, so we're seeking some help. Are we allowed into the city?
0: (laughs) Yes, come on in, come on in. I'm surprised that uh, well, y'all have probably been kicked out of Kawat anyways, but yeah, come on in. And they seem to uh, chuckle to each other, and then open the gates. uh, And you can now step inside Port Carter.
1: Why would we have been kicked out of Kawat?
0: Come on, come on. And they look at you as you go by, is like, and they. Flick their ears, which you notice are human and not
1: half-elves. Oh.
0: And they look, like, it y'all are definitely half-elves.
1: Gotcha. Uh, well, can you direct us towards the fountain market?
0: Uh, not too hard. Follow the main road, and then uh, you'll hear a lot of bustling and talking and a lot of scamming.
1: Okay. Welcome to Port Carter. Thank you. And And set off in that direction.
0: All right. The town compared to Kawat and Tumbat, which were both uh, definitely uh, more agricultural or Mm -hmm. um, uh, non-Western, this place Mm -hmm. is a complete 180. There are large homes of multiple stories made of uh, like timber and wood, Uh, nowhere in sight are you seeing the canvas style roofs chimneys uh, billow with some smoke and it doesn't take you a few blocks as though Port Carter is bigger than the previous two villages of Kawi uh, it is still uh, a relatively small place nothing like the metropolis that Miriam was Uh, Mm -hmm. but you pass into a large courtyard which in the very center is a fountain uh, with water bursting into the air all around it you see people of various color and heritage, and race, with blankets out in front of them, uh, items strewn across them. All of them uh, yelling at each other, attempting to sell their wares.
1: Whoa, this place is crazy. This is nothing like where I grew up. Are there other, are there other short people, gnomes, halflings?
0: Give me a perception check as you take in the space.
1: I'm not good at perception. Uh, Five.
0: Uh, If they're short, they could be human or uh, a dwarf or a halfling. It's really kind of hard to tell unless you kind of went up and talked to them. But uh, compared to the massive amount of half-elves who have currently been around, Mm -hmm. this is a, a colorful change comparatively.
1: Nice. Um... I don't actually know who we're supposed to meet here. Trip, petricord. Do you see any shops that say that they fix ships of some sort? I'm having a hard time seeing over the crowd here.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look real quick. Uh, is there any magic stuff that's pretty obvious? Uh, are you doing your spell or? Well, it's only up to thirty feet from me, so.
0: All right, I remember you'd said you'd mentioned if you were in like any type of situation that you might pop that, but no. Uh, I, mean, I will.
3: I know that there's something within thirty feet that seems magical, but
0: um, you survey. They. This isn't like a market for food. This is a market of oddities. Yeah, you can quickly recognize that these uh, people um, are. There are few uh, little blankets or small tents that have been pitched in this uh, kind of fountain courtyard uh, that aren't permanent. Um, You're quickly gathering that as you watch one guy pick some stuff up as somebody yells at him uh, and heads off to to meet up with the person that yelled at him that these are possibly sailors uh, passing off their goods or trying to trade their goods to each other like it's a giant swap meet. So it's all oddities. Um, There are some food and consumable type items but there's necklaces and swords, tomes and scrolls Uh, jewelry of all kinds and clothes.
1: This place is crazy. I'm
0: going to walk up to the first guy I see.
1: Drip, drip, Uh, You walk
0: up to a human of very tanned and leathered skin, uh, and he's sitting over a blanket. How can I help you?
3: Uh, Excuse me, sir. Do you have any magic items?
0: (sighs) Magic? Oh, do I have magical items indeed. Take a look at my wares, and he picks up a simple necklace. Uh, with um, what looks to be some kind of uh, deity or idol carved onto a uh, simple metal face. And he's like, this right here, this will give you the power to fly, my tabaxi friend.
1: He knows what you are, Drip.
3: Hmm, let me uh, test to see if this is true. I cast a tech
0: magic. As you cast Detect Magic, there is nothing on this <coughs> carpet that even gives a, a whiff of magic. But the space is tight, and you can tell behind you, uh, there is, within your divine, or within your magical sense, there is a ping behind you. I'm Actually, mo- I several.
3: completely ignore this fool and
0: walk over to that ping. Sir, sir, come on, come on back! And uh, he... You know, oh, feels that he's been had. But you where t- where
1: are you going? And I like rush to keep up with him so I don't lose him in the crowd. Come on, Petricor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I go to that magical thing. And you walk up and you can see one of the more permanent structures of the grouping, and it is kind of a lean to uh, little tent. Standing in front of it is a dragonborn. <laughs> Uh, deep copper skin or scales uh, with um, kind of uh, whiskers coming off of his, uh, where his snout is. And he's yelling at people uh, and quite flamboyantly and he sees you kind of making eye contact. He's like, hello and welcome, stranger, come and come. Find all the dreams that you have been looking for. Come, look at my goods. And he kind of gives a wide gesture over.
2: Uh, drip. Uh, you probably shouldn't talk to him. He seems a little sketchy. What do you mean? He's has magic on him. Right. I'll be, uh, just be very careful. Probably just, like, double-check what he says. You know, because he seems a little bit off. What's off about him? What do you mean? Right. Well... I don't know. Just like what he's saying doesn't seem like quite as good as it actually is.
3: Well, to be honest, I just used a spell to see if there's any magic, and he's the only one around here that actually has magical items. So right. he might be accurate with his state.
2: But he might be using the magic to trick you. I just wouldn't trust him. Um, how about you help me talk to him? Nope. And what? <laughs> Why? Why? I'm actually, well, I've got a business elsewhere over Oh, do you see that place, that shop over there? It looks like it has some map stuff. I need, like, you know, to put, like, a a case for my map or something.
3: I just figured you were the better barter out of both of us. Maybe you could just help me
2: for a minute. Nope. I can't do it, Drip. Wow. Yep, i got other things important to deal with right now. More important than helping out your friend? Well, all right, drip. here's the deal. Like, you see that guy over there? The, the one you're talking about? Yeah, he's like right here. Right. right, there. right there. He just can't be trusted, drip.
3: You like, you I keep can- saying that, but you're not giving me any reasons.
2: Right, well, he's a dragonborn. They're tricksteed creatures. Are you saying you're afraid of dragonborns? Nope, not afraid of them. Just don't trust them.
3: Uh huh. How about I try to barter with him, and if it goes well,
2: well then there's there's one. Brad, more does Petricor recognize this
3: dragonborn?
0: <laughs> give me. Uh, give me intelligence or insight. Insight. Okay. Definitely. <laughs>
2: Twenty-two. You're so
0: insightful. <clears throat> As you look him over... And the though, only thing I'd ever be insightful about. <laughs> As you look him over and you remember uh, the past, uh, though very similar, this is a different Dragonborn.
2: All right, I'll go and like stand there, but I'm not do- I'm not talking to him. Okay, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you have to.
1: Drip, remember, not all that money that you have on you is your money. A big chunk of it needs to go towards Petrichor's people and gain supplies for them. Okay? Just keep that in mind. I don't know why mind.
3: you devil tell me that.
2: Like, yeah. Sefi, do you not trust Drip? You can trust me.
1: I'm just, uh, I mean...
2: You don't, you don't have to worry about Drip. He's a good guy. But you do need to watch out for this dragonborn. He's a sketchy fellow, I tell you.
1: Okay, Petrichor. Okay,
2: I'm going to go talk to him. Okay. Uh excuse me, mister
0: What's your name? My name is Soldul. So do Soldul.
3: S O L S. Dude. Okay.
2: Trip, that doesn't sound like a real name.
3: Okay. Um what what do you have to sell?
0: I have many things, my friend. What is it that you are looking for?
3: Well, I'm, I just kind of had my eye on a few items in front. Of me. Brad, can you list five
0: items uh, for me? Are you uh, uh, one uh, magical the magical item or just any item in general?
3: If there's more than one magical item, list them for me. Uh, and then also list two more items in right. addition
0: to The things that are uh, going off, and uh, now that you're looking at them, they have a glow around each of the items. There is uh, two scroll tubes that are uh, glowing. There are a pair of conch shells that are also glowing, and you also see a tome that has uh, that is also coming off with magic. The tome is bright uh, in your vision. The, that is definitely the what most. What kind of magic, magic is it? The tome, um, the tome itself isn't giving off any type of magic. It is giving off the magical essence in a similar fashion that the. Uh, Hold person spell was giving off the the item itself isn't magic but what it contains has the essence of magic about it Uh, okay what do the other two uh, items have as far as
3: magical
0: one of the scrolls is giving off the school of necromancy it kind of has a darker energy or aura to it Uh, the other one is the other scroll is uh, transmutation Um, and then the conch shells are also giving off transmutation you also see a quite a few very beautiful rings with different gems in them sapphires rubies and emeralds Uh, you can also see a fairly nice uh, like a sword belt uh, with very that's very well crafted and it's got definitely embroidered uh, no sword in it just a uh, sword belt.
3: Uh, sir, I I'd like to take a look at a little closer mm-hmm. at, a, at a few of your wares. Um, there's that tome, the conch shells, that scroll, and can I look at a few of those rings?
0: Of course.
1: Oh, look at the sapphire ones. Those are my favorite.
3: Okay, specifically the sapphire. Ones.
0: And he looks at you as like, of course, young gnome. But you look so much more like an emerald girl. Either way. And he uh, picks up a few of the rings, and he hands them to you, Safina. And he kind of, like, slides them on your finger, like, yes, take a look at them. See how they work on you. Uh, and then he uh, pulls forth on. He, like, has a blanket in front of him. He sets down the pair of conches, sets down the tomes, the scroll, uh, a few more of the rings, uh, and the sword belt. And he puts it all out in front of you. Is like, these are all magnificent, sir. You have a wonderful eye.
3: I want to um, like like look through all of those items in like heavily um, like flip through the tome, look at the scroll, check out the conches,
0: as you feel the, the weight of them. As you pick up the tome, this is a captain's log, uh, but a personal log, not uh, more not dealing with logistics, but more of just his personal log. Uh, and you discover that this captain had dabbled in magic to help assist him. You do eventually find the spell that he dabbled in and the glyphs and the arcane use. You can definitely tell this is high-level magic, and this would be tough uh, to either, one, learn, and two, probably do at your level. What does it say? You know that... Let me find its exact description. Uh, But in the meantime, you can look at the scrolls and the the magic there is simple. Uh, You recognize these as cantrip. Like your firebolt, this is easy magic. Um, And uh, you can tell that like many spell scrolls, these are one-offs. You could use the spell that is on here once. to find? Uh, the conch cells, you can't tell much about them as they're more of like a magical item. You Unless detect magic tells you something else. All you can definitely tell is, is transmutation magic. They have a fine uh, silver thread around like the opening, and a few of the spiked tips are also capped in silver with little runes etched into them. Hmm. The book, the book, the book, the book.
1: Look at these rings. They're so sparkly. I just keep showing off my
3: fingers. (laughs) Do you want one of those?
1: She's mulling it over.
3: Mm. She
1: likes sapphires.
3: Hmm. I'd like to take the conch in my hand um, and, and try to see if I can do anything with it.
0: Uh, You pick up the conch and you examine it and look it over. And that's when he jumps in. He's like, ah, yes, I found these on an island far off, not on any maps at all. Eat these conches for up to five miles. They can hear what is spoken into the other one. And he picks up uh, one of the conches and he like gestures you to put the other one to his ear. And he like whispers into it, (coughs) magnificent are they not?
3: Wow, these are really cool. Hey, Petra Court, check these out. Not interested. And I'm gonna toss him one of the comp shows.
0: <laughs> oh, careful, careful, careful!
3: No worry, he's he can catch pretty well.
0: I I Give toss him a dexterity saving or dexterity check as I call
1: Oh my
2: goodness! I would create fail. <laughs> you you no to buy some stupid. That's not good.
0: Dex saving.
1: Dex saving.
0: Ten. 10 as it can't. catches, fumble, 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 fumble. Poof, you eventually kind of catch it as it almost gets out of your hand. Get out of here. But you now have the conch, one of the conch shells in your hands. Hey, real cool.
3: I'll
2: put it back and Dizzy, hear it
3: on the other end.
0: Yep. He can't, it, you can hear the voice coming through fairly clear.
2: That's very cool, Drip. We best get out, get going with all responsibility now. And I put the conch back on the
3: table. Okay, okay, okay. That's recording. Uh, how much for the book?
0: The This tome. I I know for a fact that it is rare and it is powerful, so you will not swindle me, my friend. <laughs> and he kind of, like, puts an arm around you. Uh, do I look like a swindler? <laughs> of course you do. Are we not all a little bit of swindlers? And he kind of almost, like, pokes your nose, but, like, in the air in front of it. I scoff. <laughs> for the tome thousand gold the spell inside controls the weather itself
3: no it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) have you you read this
0: tom i personally have no attachments to magic though i understand that when i see it uh so you've seen this used no i never saw the thing used itself
3: so why do you know that there's a spell in it
0: because I have good friends that examine these things and tell me what they are worth.
3: If you can have your friend come over here and show me what this tome does, I will give you a thousand gold for it.
0: I will <laughs> give you a thousand gold if you can find a wizard that can use this spell.
3: Uh, you're looking at one.
0: He looks at you and he'll Do you say, have the ah! money on you? Or... And he, uh, he hands you the book, opens it up to the page with the spell on, it, and he taps it with his clawed fingers, like, Control the weather. I will give it to you for free. Uh, Brad, I would like to. <laughs> give me, give me an intelligence check. As you try to do an unprepared spell on the fly.
1: <laughs> oh.
3: Okay. I rolled. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I rolled a
0: five. No, six.
3: Does that do it?
0: <laughs> you sit there and it's confusing. The arcane glyphs, the sigils, and the combination of multiple types of magic that you've barely scratched at before. You sit there in that moment and go, "Oh no." But you have a moment of confidence. You're like, but wait a second. I I'm, I have my own way of doing things. All I need is the basics. You put up your hands and begin to attempt the spell. And then it just absolutely shorts out on you. Uh, and the the spell drops dead in your hands. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I
3: I know for a fact that this spell, does. Ne- it never works on the first try. Especially, I mean, look up. Look at this. What What's the day look like?
0: It's very bright and sunny. The storm has passed from the day or so ago, and you have a good breeze coming in.
3: I know that if one person is looking at this book, um, then that it kind of gets shy. It doesn't want to do it. You have to actually be staring into the sky in order to change this weather. So if you look up right now, this uh, sunny day will turn into a cloudy for me.
0: Okay. And he, ta- he takes the book, and he goes, Poof, he shuts it, and he's like, sorry, my friend. 1,000 gold for the book that controls the weather. A captain around here would love magic like that. <laughs>
3: Let's see. Um... What would happen if you were um oh I don't know. And then I cast sleep on him.
1: <laughs> <gasps> Holy smokes.
3: Oh man.
0: Um, as you attempt to cast sleep on him, a charm around his neck lights up like a Christmas tree with magic suddenly and he looks Are at Are you me. sure, Brad? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh uh, my god. As he now looks at you and he's like, I have been swindled and I have swindled. That is not fair, my friend.
1: I'm so sorry about him.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And I put all the rings back.
0: And he's like, do not step away. This is good things. We all try. Now, and he smiles once again. He's like, a thousand gold for the book.
3: Nah, it's not that good. And I walk away.
2: You're right, Car. I told you, it's trying to swindle you. you Go watch out for those guys.
1: I say I'm sorry about them, and <clears> hurry back <throat> off.
2: Okay. Shafina, you're not supposed to apologize to the enemy.
1: I mean, you didn't really seem all that mean or bad.
2: Right.
3: Anyone that doesn't barter well is an enemy. Let's be honest.
1: I don't think I barter. Well, does that make me your enemy?
2: Well, you just haven't been taught. Petrichor will teach you. Right. Maybe later. Maybe it's going to cost you some coin. That's <laughs> that's how you do business.
1: I, I don't think I want to pay for those lessons. You're missing out. Maybe we can figure out a deal later.
2: I'll give you a discount because you're my friend.
1: That is sweet of you, Petrocore. Um, Now, do we see anything around here that looks like it could repair magical items or a ship repair shop?
0: Um, As y'all observe the space, what you see around you is a swap shop uh, and not really a, a craftsman's meeting. So if you want to find something like that, you would have to go beyond the fountain market.
2: Is there any like herbalists or, like, people selling, like,
0: I don't
3: know,
2: exotic goods, but not, like, trinkets, like, more, like, natural nature stuff.
0: Yes, there is another permanent tent set up uh, where you can see somebody has a small, either an alchemy or herbalist set currently going. There's a little fire under it. Uh, True. They are preparing different little things uh, and seem to have vials of all kinds and plants.
2: Okay. Petricore is going to go to the herbalist stand uh, and look for the tenant.
0: Yes, hello. A, a woman steps out. This one is a half-elf and has the similar dark hair of the other <laughs> island residents.
2: Hello, ma'am. Uh, I've got some items that I have collected that i was going to sell uh do you buy items here do i buy
0: it possibly what are you trying to sell
2: right so i've got this set of clock set of a uh, set of spikes i pulled off of an ember viper and uh also i've got these fangs Two big ones and two small ones that I also pulled off an Ember Viper. If you're not familiar with an Ember Viper, they're like a big snake made of fire. Anyway, uh, I'm not an herbalist in any sense of the word, so I thought you might be able to use them better. But of course, that'll
0: come at a cost. Of course, my friend. Um, I could give you and she looks over and just. I have honestly never heard of an Ember Viper myself. So, give you a gold per spike and thing. Does that sound fair? Uh,
2: you got anything for trade? Uh, what are you looking for?
0: Uh,
2: you know, like cool stuff.
1: PetraCorp, we might have. If you want to sell those, we might go to the 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 swap shop over there.
0: Chevy,
2: Chevy, now now, you gotta watch and learn. This is like a free lesson.
0: Um, uh, I have potions for healing. I have uh, been perfecting my water-breathing potion for the sailors.
2: Water-breathing potion. Huh. How much for the water... Can I trade you straight up for water-breathing potion?
0: Uh, How many do you have? Nine. Nine in total, so that's what? Nine gold? <laughs> no, my good friend, that could take off a good portion of the cost, but it will not pay for the whole thing. What do you have that
2: does cost nine gold?
0: That costs nine gold? I have a... a uh, and she pulls out a um, small little box. Uh, that has like a simple fabric wrap and or like a strap around it, and she unwraps it, and, uh, pops open inside, and you can see inside are different types of gauze and herbs that could be used for like a salve. Uh, this is a healer's kit. I make many of these for the sailors that wind up with hooks in all the wrong places.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well. It sounds pretty cool, I guess. But, like, not in the way that I'm looking for. Thank you for your time. Um, have a nice day.
1: Is that considered, like, uh, you said healer's kit. Is it also, like, an herbalism kit?
0: No. Uh, and no, she says, different. I do have herbalism kits, though. And then she pulls out a similar set of uh, you, uh, tools that she has uh, currently working. A smaller set. Hers are definitely more... Uh, uh, in-depth, but definitely mm-hmm. something that could be packed away. Um,
1: do I
2: have that? I don't know, Tess. Do you have it?
1: Oh, yes, I do. Just kidding.
2: No, thank no, you, ma'am. Something. Appreciate it. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Have a great day. To you
1: as well. You want to try the shop over, Petracor?
2: Nope. Sometimes you just go anew when you beat. Okay. She was a tough one. That's lesson one. Sometimes there's tough ones.
1: That's good to know. Thank you for the lesson.
2: You're welcome. Next one you got to pay for, though.
1: Um, Saffy is just going to walk into the swap shop and see if she can find somebody to talk to. You can At least direct her in the... Direction.
0: Sorry, by swap shop I meant the the fountain market is like a swap shop. Oh, I like
1: specific okay. Shop, my bad.
0: But are you just gonna try to find anybody, or do you want to try to find something specific?
1: I'm just looking for like repair shop or uh, somebody who deals with the ships.
0: Give me an investigation check. Investigation. Seven. A seven? A seven. As somebody walks by and you grab them, they look like a sailor. uh, And you ask them about any of the stuff about getting a flying ship repaired, and they look at you like you're mad. And they're like, I don't even work at the docks. (laughs) I'm, I'm,
1: I'm sorry.
0: You look like you did. Wow, a little, a little judgmental, but okay. And they move on.
1: Do you guys see anything? It's really hard over these crowds and people are pushing. I don't know where else to go.
3: No, maybe we should just rest for a little while.
1: Should we find a good inn and speak with the innkeeper? Innkeepers seem to know everything.
3: Yeah, maybe we should go find.
0: And you actually see something that y'all noticed, and it's very easy to notice, that this town is stuffed to the brim with brothels, inns, and taverns. Every few buildings seems to be the name of some place that you can easily tell. Like, Ah, that's probably an inn. So finding an inn, that is easy here.
1: Cool. I want a less sketchy, less brothel-like inn. It's
0: the swankiest place here.
1: I, don't think, I think Swanky would be a brothel. I don't think Swanky would be what I'm looking for. There is...
0: <laughs> there, you can see through a few blocks, there is one stone white building. Um, mm-hmm. You can see a sign out there that, that, that says The White Barracks. You can also see another place that says Alani's Star. Um, you see another place called Hoghide. And you do see one place that seems a little bit more uh, frivolous or um, uh, feminine in um, styling, and it's called the Siren's Cliff.
3: Go there. What? It just looks pretty. I thought you liked pretty stuff. I, I,
1: I like sapphires specifically, but that I, I don't think there's people there that we want To be around.
3: Don't you think people there would know all the best rumors and secrets of the city?
1: Drip, are you used to being in places like that?
3: I'm just saying, imagine hypothetically, would that be that kind of place?
1: I think it'd be. If the answer's yes, then it's yes. (laughs) Any
3: (sighs) But I will let you choose the place we go.
1: um she's gonna head hey, well,
0: towards... you're the captain
1: now <laughs> do whatever you want well where's my hat trip um she's gonna head towards alani's star
0: okay uh and you approach and uh the door opens up easily and you can step inside mm-hmm. and you can see a lunch crowd is now beginning to come in a few uh one or two servers are moving out uh, throughout the place young Um, and are beginning to get ales and drinks for what look to be travelers of all kinds.
1: But surely if they serve lunch, they're, you know, pretty good people. Shouldn't run into any trouble here. Um, So we grab a seat and order up some food.
0: Alright. A server comes by, looks at you, uh, and says, it will be, and she counts, one, two, three, uh, five silver for all of the food. Uh, This girl is a half-elf, once more, uh, with dark hair. Um, And she, as the way people are reacting to her, she Mm -hmm. seems to have some form of authority inside this place. Cool.
1: Um, One moment, I was wondering, do you know of any ship repair shops, um, maybe specifically dealing with flying ships in the area?
0: Flying ships? Um, She sits there and runs her hand through her hair. And she kind of leans in and she says, do you work for anybody specifically? And because she's uncomfortable with the
1: situation, (laughs) Safi points at Drip in his captain's hat.
3: I put my arms out on the rest of the chair and then uh, stretch my fiance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she works for me.
1: Turn around and secretly glare at Drip a little bit. Work with. I work with him.
3: Right. Right.
0: Oh, y'all must be new to town. Sorry, I thought y'all were possibly with some other crews or something like that. Um, well, Who can we be with? Uh, hopefully no one too cruel. Uh, there are lots of pirates in the area pirates where pirates well for one and she kind of like so no one else can see but kind of right in front of her points over to a corner of the space She's like there is one right over there and she kind of smiles like it's an adventure
2: huh.
3: yeah we're not pirates we just need to fix our ship uh, get some ale and find a place to sleep for the night you said your ship flies I mean, technically we fly the
1: ship, but yeah. It'll fly once we get it fixed.
0: Well, there is only one man in town that I know that can work on flying ships. Fargram Bron Anvil. Um, He's kind of a little known secret here in Port Carter. But if you find him and he likes you, he'll definitely work on your ship. I didn't see one fly in today. Uh, Where is it?
3: Uh, it's it's about. Um, now, where is this person found?
0: Fargrim? On the mm-hmm. south end of town, uh, on the very end of the docks. He has his own shipwright uh, where he works on levee ships.
3: What, uh... What's his fancy? He if likes women. We in- <laughs> Not... Man. Savvy
1: just bursts out laughing at Drip. Were you wanting to hit on him, Drip?
3: I'm just saying. he may, uh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. We just want to make sure that he's happy. Right.
1: Because that's what we're concerned about.
3: Some of us are. Um, cool. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, now we require food
0: and sleep. Uh, for right now it is only noon, by the way. Can a oh. man not take a nap? <laughs> I mean, you can we, take a nap if you want.
1: I'm not, I'm we, we have plenty of time. Let's just, we can head down there and see him and see if he knows anything about the ship. And if not, we'll come straight back and eat another meal because we can and go to sleep.
0: Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Um, five silver for a meal and a drink for all of you.
1: Cool. Um I hand her a gold. <laughs> Thank you for your information. That was very helpful to us.
0: Um she looks at the single gold piece, she's like, five more silver, please. What? A gold is ten silver.
1: A gold is ten silver. Yes. Can I overpay her? I just like Five silver for the... Change. Oh, is it five silver each? Yes. Oh, oh, oh! I thought it was five silver total for the meal. I was like, man, we're getting a deal. Just kidding. I'll just hand her another gold.
0: She takes it and says, thank you. I am Alani. If you need anything, ask for me.
1: Makes sense. Alani star.
0: <clears throat> um And another server comes out, brings you food uh the as the as during your mealtime many characters step into this little tavern uh and there's lots of conversation some people you can tell are recognizing each other after not seeing each other for some time others are getting into arguments and you can tell deals are being made um, this seems like a very active place
1: wow looks like we, we picked a good place after all um, yeah
3: i okay.
1: And so we'll eat quickly, and then we'll head to the south side of town to see if we can find Fargroom
0: All right. You make your way to the docks, and at the very end, you can see in an enclosed building uh, with a roof over the top of it, um, still in the water like it's a covered dock uh, with a door on it, and it says, uh, Bron Anvil's right.
1: Uh... like a shop.
0: Knock on the door and walk on in. And you open the door. And you can see that there's very little light in there as the space is dark. And then out of nowhere, a voice comes booming through. I didn't say you could come in.
1: Is this not a shop? You just walk into shops. Uh,
0: This is a shop of work, not a shop of buying. And you can see now stepping out from the shadows as you kind of opened up the door and around a corner is a stout, ebony-skinned dwarf. Bald hair on the top with a thick beard coming off of his chin. Uh, He has a scar over one of his eyes. And he wears a pair of suspenders as he walks up to you. uh, Kind of now is mean-mugging the strangers and stepping into his place.
1: Well, it's a good thing we we came in because we need somebody to work on our ship.
0: Your your ship? What kind yes. of ship? I don't recognize you. Who are you?
1: Um, we we have the we used to work for for Captain Lux, um, and he has recently um, passed away and passed the ship on to us, who is his crew, um, and it has some parts that are broken. And he said that you were the person. That would be able to fix the Harlequin.
0: Lux is dead, and he looks at you through his one good eye, and he squints. He's like, "Murdered mortal, like, how do I know that you aren't just pirates who've stolen the Harlequin?" And at this point, he picks up a nearby uh, chisel and he points it as a weapon toward y'all.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! If if you want to know, you can you you can just send message over to Tombot we were helping the villagers there and, and in 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 the chaos and they were being attacked he he sacrificed himself and in and, and these little methods got him i mean they have they have his body over there
0: give me a persuasion check fight this door oh shoot 6 a 6 mm mm-hmm. mhm and he his eyes once more it is a quite a First of a story, dearie. I do not believe you for a moment.
3: Now, sir, do you recognize this hat on my
0: head? And he squints at it, and he's like, I see lots of hats with feathers.
3: Really? Where can we get more? I don't... <laughs> well, this was Captain uh, Lux's hat, and he, he gave it to me, along with this... Cutlass. Now, you can believe us or not. Um, We are not stealing this ship. It's actually broken right now, which is why we need your help. Now, on the other hand, if this is a valuable possession to you, and if you feel indebted to Captain Lux, we can just, we can sell it to you if that's better.
0: Um, You give me a persuasion check. Cause he seems fairly interested in the fact that you have his cutlass. When you presented it, it caught his attention. Oh man. I
1: need to switch my die
3: out. Uh
0: he looks at you he's like, You are either the murderers of Captain Lux, or this is a total lie. I cannot help you. And I, I'm sure there's not a
3: third option. yeah.
1: There's yeah. definitely a third option here. We could be telling the truth completely. I mean, what would it take? I mean we have we have a statue that the, the villagers gave us thanking us for saving their village. We have we, we have pieces of this ember viper that we had to defeat and all we want to do is get off this island. So can you help us or can you not help us? And Safi has her hands on her hips. Because this man's the only man that can fix this ship, and he's being stubborn.
0: Um, you can take another persuasion check. The DC has increased, and you can tell that he is also becoming short with the situation.
1: Ooh! Natural 20. Really? Yeah, kid okay. you not.
0: Yep, that would actually a 20 was the DC. Okay. Yes! All of a sudden, you just start spouting this out, and he kind of sees something in your eyes. Uh, you can tell by his going, he's like, you seem to believe yourselves a lot. Well, tell me this. Where is the Harlequin now? I didn't see her come flying in today. Or any time in the past two weeks.
1: No, it, she's broken. She's in Cowat right now because it, we, we got hit and we fell out of the sky and one of the stones stops giving energy off and the the hole took some damage and so we couldn't bring her down the river here
0: and you can kind of see that something is now dawning on him so so lux is really gone
1: yes he's he's still he's still in in tombot um we weren't sure if he had family or if anybody knew of him um but they, they've helped preserve his body until we could find somebody who could help us properly bury him.
0: Well, uh, not to give too much of his life away, but no, there is no family looking for Lux. This is a shame. Quite a shame. You said the Harlequin. She's in Kawat.
1: Yes, she is. She's... Currently docked there and being watched after.
0: All right, I will have her towed here, and we can begin getting her fixed up. But uh, it sounds like one of the mithril stones is uh, burnt out, am I right?
1: Yes, we, we got struck by some lightning, and it seemed to short it out.
0: Mm. All right, let's see what we can do. It'll take a few days for the uh, ship to be pulled here. Um, and it will cost quite a lot to get another Mithril Stone here in Port Carter. Um, I'll get her towed here for free, I'll take a look at her. It's the least I can do for good old looks. But the Mithril Stone, I cannot pay for as a gift.
1: How much are we talking about here?
0: Mithril Stone, to get it here in about uh-huh. uh, two weeks. It would probably be one hundred and twenty five thousand or one thousand two hundred and fifty gold.
1: Oh, okay, That's a lot of gold.
0: It's um, a stone that can keep a ship in the air for for a month. And he kind of looks at you like, duh.
1: Thank you for educating me about that. Um, we will be staying. Uh, probably at Alani Star, um so we can kind of discuss what we want to do with the ship and we'll we'll let you know. I appreciate you t- taking the time to look her over.
0: Yep, it'll be done. Uh and he kind of looks outside to see where the sun is. Like she'll probably be here two days from now.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Thank you.
0: I will find you at the Elani Star uh, if I find anything else.
1: Okay. <sighs> walk out the door. Well, guys, that costs a lot of gold.
3: Yeah. We don't have that kind of coin.
1: That's a lot of coin. Well, let's take it back tonight. We can sounds like we'll be here, you know, at least a couple days so we can kind of decide what we want to do. Um, We can hunker down and get some more food. I know you talked about getting some rest earlier. So
3: let's
1: head back to Alani's.
0: All right, perfect. All right, and you head back to the Alani Star, and as you step in, this time, you see a woman, uh, ebony skin tiefling with red horns, Ooh. Uh, standing over the crowd with a tight curls, uh, curly hair going down and kind of a, on the top of her head and down the back, and she's yelling at you, All of you are just lily-livered. Can't even do a single job for me. Well, fine then. I'll go find help elsewhere. And you watch as she's beginning to storm out of the space, a halfling chasing after her. Like, wait, 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 wait.
1: What do you... Does she need something done? Um, I, like, catch her. She's walking out. Um, excuse me, what were what you talking about? What do you need done?
0: Name's Trisha, and I need somebody to get some mushrooms for me. And she looks down at the halfling He she goes, because my trainer won't let me leave the city. Some mushrooms? Yes, I need some mushrooms to help out my dear old, uh, dear old crux. Crux?
1: When do you need these mushrooms by, and how much are you paying for these mushrooms?
0: Well, they're pretty rare, and I need them pretty quick, so I'd give a good penny for them.
1: Are they nearby?
0: they only grow here on the island that's why i stopped by in the first place what do they look like um as far as i know they're a pear color a pale color and they grow on the uh stones that stick out of the ocean at the stone thorn maze on the other side uh on the other side of this bay
1: um See. Do you know what the mushrooms are called? What type they are?
0: Mm, no, they're just called the peril mushrooms that you can find on uh, Kawi. Nothing special.
1: Um, well, if, if you can wait, I'm sure, you know, I've, I've got a couple days to kill. I, I might be able to go out and help you tomorrow.
0: Well, that would be perfect. My dear Cruxy would much appreciate it.
1: Sure, where can I find you at?
0: Um, I'm staying over at the Hogshead. Hogshead.
1: Hog's Hide. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look tomorrow, and, and I'll see what we can do for you.
0: Um, all right. And as she thanks you and steps away, uh, with a job accepted and a mounting bill, if the Harlequin is to ever be fixed, now faces you, we'll call it there for tonight. Okie doke. Perfect. All righty.
1: Oh
0: boy. Um, it's kind of exciting stepping into kind of the more open world part of Acklium. I don't really have a direct path for any of y'all at this point. So kind of excited <laughs> to see where y'all decide to go. Yeah. All right. Thank you all those who have tuned in and listened to us once more as the adventures in Acklium continue. Uh, Hope to catch y'all really soon. But until then, grab your dice, grab your friends, and roll up some fun. See you soon.
3: Adios.